Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 4G. 4G. <laughs> I've actually got 5G now. It's pretty fucking good. It's actually not. It's worse. It's slower. Okay, you want to kick things off for the podcast about 5G? Wait, are we recording? Yeah, we're always recording, big guy. Ah, nice. I think we should just record ourselves 24-7 and then take the best bits out of it. Mm. <clears throat> There'll be a lot of you making weird noises. Into the mirror. How, <laughs> how, often, how, Morning. Often, <laughs> how often do you masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> I just make noises when I do it. I ain't actually do it. Oh, I'm, I'm masturbating. Remember when I, when I was at school, there was this kid How often do you masturbate? Oh, that's a good way to kick it off. <laughs> Um, you kicked off with 5G. And then you went... 4G. Mick <laughs> kicked off with, oh, I've got 5G now. Um, just for you listeners, just to let you know, I've got 5G now. Um, so <laughs> there'll no longer be a clog up all those DMs because my internet is fast. So you can <laughs> send as many as you want. Um, no, there was this kid at my school that yeah. um, he... What his, his first masturbation, he said that rather than like doing what you'd normally do with your shaft. I don't know what to, Oh, my God. I, this is too much. Doing anyway. what you would normally do with your shaft. I don't know. What, okay, well, anyway, he wasn't... Do you dress wasn't, yours he up as shaft as well in like a leather outfit? He, 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 well, he, was, ba- he was basically just tapping his balls really fast, and he said that was how he, yeah, how, yeah. How he would come. Uh, yeah, someone, so I had a guy called Ben at my school who did the same thing. Oh. Yeah, he, he said... We were all nice. talking about the... Uh, the masturbation as well as we kick things off. This is going to be the title of this episode. And do masturbate. Um, and we're all talking about the ways that we do it, right? Because we're 13 or 14, whatever we are, and that's what boys talk about. Well, we did. Anyway, he said, I do it this way. And he held it like, <laughs> he held it like you'd hold a ketchup bottle, right? A typical way. So he held it like a, he held a ketchup bottle. And then he... He, it, was, it was like he was starting a fire with <laughs> the top. So he'd hold it like a ketchup and then he'd rub the top like that. And he said, that's how I do it. And we went, you're mental. <laughs> you're mental. You, you tried it, didn't you? <laughs> Obviously, I tried it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. What was that um, really sort of poignant, famous quote you tried to... Oh, yeah, I got a quote. Just before we started recording, um, hit me with some ready for pretty this? deep stuff. I got a quote for everyone here. <clears throat> Thing is about life. It's not that you... What is it? Hold on. Let me start again. This is, this is how most... We go live to the Dalai Lama. <laughs> I think about to say this is how most sculptures start. What is it? Scholars, uh, not sculptures. They're going to have to do a serious job on the edit for this. We, we sound go. mad. Right. They're going to have to do a big job with this on Netflix. <laughs> when they take on, this... On the edit. When they sign this up on Netflix, they're going to have to do a big editing job. I think we could get our own Netflix show. 
I think we can do. Okay, ready for this? Maybe I just get it up on. Maybe I get it up on TikTok. Hold on, stay there on one. Is this another TikTok thing? Oh, is this another TikTok thing? Yeah. So you're lame. I tell you what, you're lame. You think I'm lame because I'm on TikTok? No, I just think you're lame. How you chase like what? Like new culture, trying to you're. You're out of date, mate. You think... Just look, I, stay, I, stay in your lane. You're in your, I you're chase in your, culture. You're in your mid-30s. I, stop mid-30s, early-30s. You're, you're just looking to cash in on the younger generation and all the trends. I'm not looking to... Ca- it sounds like some weird trafficker. Cash in on the younger generation. What are you talking That's about? That's pretty much what you do. No, I don't. You I did. Just... You tried to do it on YouTube. You're now trying to do it on TikTok. <laughs> no, I like TikTok. TikTok's actually look flourishing. At, look at all the guests you've been inviting on. Yeah, they're all sub. They're like literally early twenties, all big on TikTok. Oh yeah, you're slagging you tra- off our guests now. No, they're, yeah, they're, they're doing so- a great. They're doing a great job, but I feel like you've got a vested interest. A vested interest. Yes, you should be wearing a vest. Okay, right here, here we go. Ready? <coughs> I'm gonna find this guy. I can't find him anyway. He he's the voice on TikTok. He he talks like this, and he does the quotes, and he mm-hmm. goes, "In life, you should follow one road, and if you follow one road." You shouldn't take the left road because if you take the left road, you'll get lost. And everyone goes, "Oh, that's so amazing!" And you quote underneath, he gets like a million views. Anyway, the point is, is that it's not, it's not what you when you lose something. It's mm. not you realize what you lost once you've lost that. It's you never realize what you had in the first place. So, which is so true. So, what if you lose your keys? You don't realize you've lost it until <laughs> what? No, until you can't get in <clears throat> you, at three a.m. No, most people, it's not, it's not what you you don't realize. It's not what you realise what you lost once you've lost it. And you want to be a presenter. Yeah, yeah. You're literally... And you want to be a father. (laughs) And you want to be a priest. Not with that attitude. (laughs) Speaking of which, you're getting a dog, aren't you? Yeah, well... Yeah, do you know what what the next step after that is? Murder. I don't, I don't know if this bonus episode is going to be able to go out. Yeah, I think it's, you've kicked it's, it off. It's Listen, complete gibberish. Hold on. Firstly, I, just want, I want to talk about this quote. The point of the quote is this, and then I'll move past and I'll be You're happy. You're giving me a headache. Well, listen, listener. The point of the quote is, it's not what you... <laughs> no, this is it. The point is, is that most people don't realise realize what they've lost until they've lost it. <laughs> Honest to God. Uh, they, I can't do this. I've had a really big weekend and you're just, you're messing with my head. Oh Stop it. Look. What is the quote? You were on a roll. You posted about the fact that the podcast has got like 40, 34 million views yeah, 34 or mil. listen, listens and then now yeah. you're, you're going to end it all with this. <laughs> this bonus episode is going to end it all. <laughs> it's going to be done. Okay, last time I'll try and get it out. Okay, we go. Mitt went to a festival on the weekend. He's feeling a bit sheepish today. None of this is real, Alex. <laughs> We're not even here. Can you stop it, please? Okay, I'm not up for it. Okay, fine. Anyway, the, qu- the, the point of the quote is that, especially when it comes to relationships, right? I think a lot of people broke up uh, during lockdown and after lockdown and all these different things. And the problem is, is that people in relationships, they love their relationship, but they don't really, you know commit to their relationships you just become a lot of people just become friends i feel like in a relationship right you you become just buddies and that happens over long-time marriages or whatever it is and i think you should always just remember that your partner is someone to love and adore and cherish and really like and what typically happens you 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 take them for granted so when you take someone for granted when you lose them you go oh my god i've lost that person because then now they've gone but actually you should appreciate you never appreciate what you actually had in the first place do you get what I mean? That's the yeah, point. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a very well-known sort of yeah, well. thing. 
Um, it was a fable for you. You, you don't know... No, what was it? Yeah. Um, the on. hardest part is uh, letting go, not taking part. That's... Uh, what the... Fuck? Martin Colbert. <laughs> The hardest goes letting go, not the taking part. The hardest part about the relationship is letting go, not taking part. <laughs> anyway, what the hell is I used that? To, I used to be very emotional when I was a, tell, when tell I was a, when I was a teenager. Yeah, I used what to happened? Listen to Coldplay. Yeah, and what no, happened? I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah. getting into that. Anyway, Alex Smith can we, do this one thing. Let's Alex, get, I'm, let's I'm get I'm some structure. Let's get some structure oh, to this. Okay. Let's get some structure to this. Come on, do your job. Right, do your job. Okay. Hello, all you listeners. Alex Smith, when he was in his teenage years, was listening to Coldplay with his girlfriend at the time. And they played Coldplay, of all things. Uh, and they were looking, I think it was like, or it was that or Snow Patrol. <laughs> it, it could have been either. I was, yeah, yeah. I was big into Sometimes those. I get confused. It was that or the kooks, naive. No, I'm yeah. so naive. Anyway, they were looking at each other and they were so in love that they started crying when they were listening yeah. to Coldplay. It's beautiful teenage love. And it's something that, we, Isn't that, it's something true? that you and I will never have again. <laughs> not, oh, I will. Not with each other. <laughs> You can have teenage love again, are you? <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what I heard today, which is really upsetting? What? If it's another quote that, <laughs> you, can't, another that you can't get out, then I'm walking out of this door and I'm not coming back. I'm, ha- I'm handing in my notes. You know, someone came up to me in Sainsbury's. Someone wrote me on Twitter saying, AM! Someone came up to me in Sainsbury's and goes, Has Jamie paid you yet? <laughs> yes. I was like, No. Oh, hasn't. my God. They're saying oh, also, he I, tweeted me. He tweeted me, he said this on Twitter. I got a tweet from some guy who said this. Wait. I'm going to read it to you. Okay, I got this. This is from Twitter. Um, I got sent you it. You got sent a message from Twitter. From Twitter. called His, his name is Lord Samuel J. Jack 2. And he says, pay Alex, you cheapskate. <laughs> I saw him in Sainsbury's in Chelsea <laughs> is this in the booze aisle and had to pay for his food. <laughs> he was incredibly tired. And after having clearly been conducting his social experiment, surely a biscuit mogul like you could kick him a few quid. <laughs> Kicking him a few quid. <laughs> you had to get bought food, you homeless bum. What are you what doing? It, mate? If you don't pay me, then this is what's going to happen. And then oh, the one above it says this. He wrote the, a bit before, bumping into Made in Chelsea people who are hung over as bulls on a Sunday as jokes. <laughs> I don't even think I was Why that. did you make some stranger buy your food? He came up to me. And you, and you said, sure. No, he didn't actually buy my food. Oh, uh, he didn't? No, he bought my bowl of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I've got to find this message because... Uh... Okay. <laughs> Can I just let everyone know, all you listeners, we, we do pay Alex. He gets paid handsomely. 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 <laughs> He's a handsomely paid boy. Oh, God. <laughs> What? What are you? What mess I, are you looking for? I don't know. I was just trying. I was basically someone was just blowing smoke up my ass, but I can't find it. <laughs> I just wanted to try and big myself up. I can't find it. So she basically said that the only reason that the yeah. podcast is good is because I'm on it. Yeah, nothing, I get, it has I, nothing to do with you. I, I get. She said, lot. in fact, you anger her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when people listen to it, they hate. They, yeah, yeah. They, so they actually turn it off as soon as you speak, and they just wait, <laughs> wait, wait a couple of minutes, and then turn it back up. God, um, no, I the, can't find it. I yeah. have a. Um, people are probably going to think we're drunk or something. We're not actually drunk, or you listeners. We're just having a good, fun time. Anyway, um, a lot of the quotes that I get, not quotes, but things I get sent, are all about how great you are on the podcast. Really, a lot of them. A lot of them say that. Nice. Any abuse? No, no abuse. Anyway, I, I heard this thing today, right? This has really upset me. You know nursery rhymes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jack and Jill went up the hill to get a fetch, a pail of water. Or Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Twinkle, twinkle. Little star. That's not a nursery rhyme, is it? 
Well, it's not high school. <laughs> no, what's the difference between Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and something like, like Humpty Dumpty? Um, it's Twinkle, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star it, doesn't have... It's it has, more, more of a song, maybe. It's a song. I think nurse trains have meanings behind them. Anyway, how upsetting is this? Like, all those things, like fairy tales and stuff like that. I listened to a podcast. Shout out to um, You're Dead to Me. Great podcast. Greg Jenner <coughs> is the host. Anyone listen to that? No one listened to that? I think it's called that. It is called that. Hold on a second. Let me just double check. Do you know what's great about our po- it's, it, our podcast? Yeah, You're Dead to Me. New series. And it's great. Greg Jenner's the host. He's a very smart guy. Mm. Quickly, just side note. Great thing about our podcast. It's like we're just talking to two mates. That's why it's so relatable. It's like we're talking to two mates. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like they're listening to mates talk. Anyway, my point is, so listening to his podcast, and I like fairy tales and stuff like that. The Little Mermaid is really upsetting. Yeah. So the Little Mermaid goes is that her tail, the Little Mermaid's tail, the is Mermaid cut is off. a Disney. Yeah, but it's from a fairy tale nursery rhyme that is it? kind of vibe. Well, it's not nursery rhyme. It's like fairy tale vibe, right? You know, fairy tales and nursery rhymes are similar things you tell kids. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you, that sort of dark I'll let you area. Go on. The Little Mermaid, her tail gets cut off. Mm-hmm. How, firstly, that's upsetting. She falls in love with the man or who lives who can walk on Earth. So her tail's cut off, and <clears throat> the the pain is basically where she and a sword is thrust between her. That's what gives her the two legs. So she's cut in half almost. That's what gives her two legs. And every single time she walks, it's like she's walking on daggers, just so she can be with the man on, on, on the surface. And that is an analogy for love. <laughs> well, it is. You it's go through pain, right? It's Sophie Habu feels with you. <laughs> Constantly walking on daggers around your apartment. <laughs> um, but that, that's upsetting. That, it really upset me. Uh, shout, shout out here to... Because um, we have... Uh, you know Anna, who clean, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. who's our cleaner. She uh, we share Shout the same. She always tells me how nice her apartment is <laughs> while she's in mine, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like looking around mine, and she's like, Jamie's place is just so nice. <laughs> I'm like, sick. <laughs> Anna, I, I can't. Anna's our Mitt and I share the same cleaner. Alex introduced me I to her. Love Anna. Yeah, like, she more than more than life. She's yeah, best. yeah. Anna, Anna is amazing. She's from Portugal. Um, she she could not be. I'm gonna, she said something. You did this amazing thing, which is very cool. I think people should know this. Is that when lockdown happened? Obviously, she couldn't go out and clean or anything like that. And it was like you know, it was a long time. It was 12 weeks, maybe more, maybe longer than that, maybe 15 weeks. You paid her every single week, without without her. She said no, don't pay me. And you said no, I want to keep paying you. And you just paid her every single week. Yeah, you should have seen my apartment. She wasn't even cleaning. Well, yeah, well, you can't just say like, you just oh, nearly sorry, held my hand you're, you're, out, you're out on your own. Good luck. Like, no, yeah. I just think that's a really amazing... People are furloughing people left, right, Boy, and centre. Well, I mean, I've known Anna for like 10 years. She's, yeah. she's been like a part of the family. I just think it's amazing. She, I think she, it's cool you did she's had to clear up some... Some bodies. <laughs> Some bodies from my apartment. <laughs> and that's why I kept paying her through lockdown. I she was going to go to the police. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. <laughs> she, she always says to me, Alex, he's not a boy. Because yeah, he's a very naughty boy. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and she always said, ah, you know, actually, he, she said that um, uh, with your relationship, she said how great you were. But but in the past, she always used to go, yeah, Alex, a naughty boy. <laughs> and I found it hilarious the way she did it. And but she says you have the kindest heart. I don't know what I know you as a person. I don't know what she, why I'm. You're having to get like secondhand information. <laughs> yeah, and what do you really think about it? Do you think he's a good yeah, guy? Yeah. Can you just do a bit of digging? I'm a bit suspicious of this guy. Don't do any digging. You'll find the bodies. <laughs> the thing is, is she she's she's seen you know the, the insides of our lives. So yeah. um, what, I went on holiday, right? What's have you ever had any holiday disasters? <laughs> um, yeah, probably have. I'm trying to think. What. Um, <laughs> You're trying to think of it? You can't remember your disaster? Oh, you had, you had one in Portugal. That was a bit of a disaster, wasn't it, actually? Well, well we, God. Yeah, we can't go into no, that. That's a bit dark. friend got really badly injured, didn't he? Yeah, he was playing a big game of football. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you have. You've had, have you ever had a disaster holiday? Something that's gone down terribly badly. I don't think I've really had a disaster holiday ever. I don't think I went to, when I was in when I was. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, no, I know. I mean, when I went travelling, I got I got held at gunpoint. That was quite fun. What tell us what happened there? Well, I, I got it, held at knife point. When, it's like a game. <laughs> like like oh, I beat you. I did. I got held in Copacabana Beach. Copacabana. S- Copacabana Beach. I bought some brand new high tops, Nike high tops. Just taking your story away from you. I apologise. Went down to the beach to take a pee, and I got surrounded by these guys, and they held a machete to my throat. It started off. Go as- and read it, in my book. If it comes out September 16th, I can explain. Tell it in there. You, you quite enjoyed it at first. Before they pulled the knife, you were like, oh, here we go. Surrounded by blokes on the beach. This is my uh, fantasy coming true. You went, oh, God. This seems to happen to you a lot. You got surrounded by blokes in a petrol station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got surrounded by... It's because I'm quite small. I no, think, it's think... nice. You've got a chip on. You've got that attitude. They li- I've look got at you. A chip on my shoulder. They look at you and they go, "Look at this little twat." He's what are you he's talking so, about? So far up his own ass. That's what. So they can sense t- that they... when I'm on the beach. Yeah, in your new high tops, looking like. <laughs> were, it you, was were you just dark. were you just wearing the high tops? <laughs> yeah, yeah I was just wearing the high tops. <laughs> it's oh, carnival. I hope I don't get into trouble down here on the beach alone in my <laughs> new high tops. Ooh. <laughs> Um, oh, it's carnival, everyone! It's carnival. But you're, you're told, like specifically, yeah. not to go down onto the beach. Yeah, you? my mum told, and I remember when the guy, he was tapping the machete on my face and laughing. I swear to God, doing this and laughing. And I remember in my head just going, "My mum told me not to go onto the beach, and now I'm going to die on the beach." Because I, I knew my mum had told me, and I was like, "This is just awful." Anyway, they they took everything from me, my new shoes and everything. 
They gave me back my asthma puffer. That's the only thing they gave back to me. That's they so, walked off. So considerate. Wait, they left you naked? With my boxers, yeah. And I came back up. Oh, I had jeans. They, uh, did they leave the jeans on? And I came back up and I had PTSD after that. Anyone, for about two weeks, anyone who came near me, I would freak out. I thought they were trying to mug me. Yeah, that's not cool. It was, it was very scary. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome to our bonus episode. Sorry for the rambling at the beginning. Uh, it's Alex and Jamie here. Big thing, um, I went on holiday. It's yeah. not, not a big thing. I tell you, I tell you, this you is... You go on holiday a lot. I, I, oh, cough you. All right. I, sorry, I don't know. I didn't know what... I was trying to come up with something. I couldn't come up with anything. I didn't go on holiday ever. And I went on holiday for four days. Mm-hmm. That was it. I got to the airport. I'm going to be honest with the listeners. Got to the airport and I forgot my laptop. And mm-hmm. I really need my laptop. So I bought a new laptop at the airport. Just going to make yourself so unrelatable. Forgot my £2,000 laptop, so I thought, do you know what? Four days, I'll just buy, buy one, a temporary one. No, the point was is that my laptop was five years old, the one that I had. I, had, I haven't changed it in four or five years. Mm-hmm. I bought the other one in Hong Kong mm. because it was when I went to Hong Kong all those years ago. Well, to get it cheaper. It, well, I didn't fly to Hong Kong to buy one to get it cheaper, yeah. So when people go to Calais to pick up wine, you go to Hong Kong to pick up a Calais? Mac. Calais? They go to Calais? A MacBook. Well, yeah, you hop over the... And they get wine cheaper from there. Well, yeah, for where you get your French wine, that's where it's really? good, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's a good old trick for people. Like, Did you guys know that? You go to Calais and get good wine? My stepdad always used to do it. load up the car and come back with <laughs> Yeah, honey, I'm just going out to Calais to get, to get some wine. Down to what Calais. an excuse. I'm going to say that to, I'm going to say that to Sophie. I'm just going to go to Calais. That's why I'm going to go and get some wine. <laughs> But I'm thinking, so anyway, my point is, is that I had to buy, so I, I got encouraged to buy this laptop because I needed a new laptop and I was in the airport and I was like, okay, fine, I haven't bought one, so I'll buy a new one. What do you mean you're encouraged to buy it? Well, because I... It's not the sort of thing that, like, you're walking past a stool and they try and, like... Yeah, they like, did. Oh, you want a new laptop? Yeah, they did. They sold it to it's, me really It's well. like quite a serious purchase. It's not like, oh, do you want to buy a new, like, bracelet or something? <laughs> they really sold it to me. <clears throat> but the point was is that you put off buying these things because you have one and it kind of works and you're like, oh, I don't really want to spend the money getting a new one. So you put these things off and I thought, okay, Let's you know honest, what? Money's not the issue. It's the hassle of having to change it over. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, so I bought a new one. I can't tell you. It's just Apple know what they're doing. They are a fantastic brand. Good. They are they, good stuff. They are fantastic. I was talking about Steve Jobs earlier, actually. Oh yeah, to, me, to myself. Um, well, no, because he. I mean, he uh, he was uh, he was big into psychedelics, wasn't he? His vision yeah. came from mm-hmm. psychedelics, and look where it's look where it's got him. What? Well, he's actually this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh, this is honestly I think this is the worst the worst bonus episode. The worst episode ever recorded. Look where it's got him. What? Are you... It was almost like a threat. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit back and drink my Evian ev- ev- and you can you can finish off the podcast. Oh my god. Yeah, Steve Jobs was into psychedelics. And um, I'm watching this, anyway, the whole, go back to the laptop, anyway, it's just incredible, and I've just, it's a game changer. So if anyone's out there thinking, What's... should I or should I buy a new laptop again, buy one. I'm watching this new TV programme called Nine Perfect Strangers. I don't know if you, people may have read the book, it's a TV show, it's on uh, Amazon, it's with Nicole Kim and lots of different people. Mm. And it's about nine strangers who go to this health resort to go and, like, uh, cure themselves of different things. And... 
I don't know. For anyone who's watching it, this is a bit of like a blooper. It happens in the fourth episode, so cover your ears right now. But they are taking mushrooms. They're microdosed with mushrooms throughout. And it's really interesting about the stuff that happens when people use psychedelics. What are your thoughts on psychedelics? I thought you were asking the listeners. I was like, they can't, they can't respond. Um, no, I, th- I think there's... Um, society is so much more open to it now because there's such a stigma around it. But I think because people are looking at alternative ways of, of medicating, of, of living, of just doing things. And psychedelics are quite a useful way of doing that. But yeah. also, like, for thousands of years, humans have used them. It's only in, in, in recent society because of capitalism. And Do you think it's because of capitalism and money and things like that? Yeah, because cause psychedelics open up a, a different way of thinking that doesn't fall within that that particular sort of strata, that way of, of living. It makes you want to go and live in the woods and not it not does. not pay your bills. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why it's been kind of subdued. And also, big farmer as well, like because you can you know big right, farmer, big big, big farmer, <laughs> yeah. that, that or, rapper. Or, um, <laughs> that li- would be your rap name, big farmer. It might be Lil, Lil Farmer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, big farmer. I, I sell like cow pollen stuff. Big farmer, they sell like cancer treatments. And shit. <laughs> oh um, cow pollen. I thought you were making like a pun on farmers. Oh, cow pollen. No. I was like, oh, that's quite smart. I used to love cow pollen as a kid. Delicious. Drink the whole bottle. Such Tom, Tom Dukenfield at my school. <clears throat> he drank a whole bottle of it. Another ridiculous name. <laughs> what? what are you? Dukenfield. Dukenfield. Yeah. Thomas Dukenfield. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Dukenfield, yeah, he, dr- he drank a whole bottle, and I was like, "You legend." We were about six. He came to school, and, and he and he got, had to stand up in front of all of the class, and the teacher said, "None of you do this. None of you do this." And I went, "I'm gonna. If I get my hands on a cowpaw bottle, I'm gonna go." Nail it was making him famous for doing it, like parading him around. No, I didn't care about the fame. I never cared about fame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> your life would be nothing without it. <laughs> what, what were we talking about before? I thought like we were uh, psychedelics. Where were we going? And you said that it opens up a portal, people live in the woods. Opens up a portal. And then you you said you you, um, met a farmer. No, well, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. But like, rather than having to take, you know, pills for the entirety of your life, which means that they constantly make money, you can take some mushrooms once and it can cure you of your... Yeah, but I don't think you can take mushrooms once and that happens. I don't know, you know, I haven't researched enough. Well, next time you pipe up, do your research, right? Yeah, okay. I'm all into it. There's, there's, some, there's amazing research that people are doing with psychedelics and mental health, and I think it's incredible. Mm. Oh, I think there's, there's, you know, there's different, there's different um, means of taking it. Like some people are actually taking it for a purpose, as opposed to some people are just taking it because they want to get a little bit high. Um, so I think... Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the stigma is slowly, slowly coming away from it. I think it's a good thing. I also think that there's loads of things, you know, even if you talk about like like medication for mental health, right? God, we're getting deep on this bonus. I love it. Anyway, with, um, I saw this amazing thing from a guy called Jordan Peterson, who um, is a sort of, sort of controversial speaker in lots of places, but he speaks in truth in lots of things. And when he talks about mental health, says the big thing is there's so, there are side effects to medication, right? There are side effects to them, for sure, understandably. Um, and people uh, don't want to take them for lots of reasons, and people do want to take them for lots of reasons, and they're bad in this or whatever. But the side effect of depression is suicide. So why would you not give these pills a chance? And it's so true. And so I think with all these things, if you are someone who is suffering really badly and you're arming and ahhing about taking medication or whatever, I always think that's an option to do. And that's why I fully agree with psychedelics. And if it's actually the, if the, um, they are helping people with mental health, I think it's a fantastic thing to go down and explore. Mm. That's my point. Yeah. No, I, I mean, they're fascinating. I just, it's so nuts that in nature there's these, you know, substances that exist that have 
Jamie's now just not listening to me. I am listening. I am listening. <laughs> I am listening. I'm listening to you. Um, no, I, I think it's fascinating that they exist and they have such a profound effect on the the psyche and on, on your brain. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. Um, hey, we also had some results. And so last week we put out a poll. Um, mm. Our lovely producer Katie has sent it through to us. And she, th- off the back of last week's app with the fellas, we asked the private parters who would win in a charity fight, me or Mitt. Results are in. You want to hear them? Yeah. Let's hear it. <clears throat> Schwagner. Can't pronounce the name or his name. I think Jamie is too nice, so I voted for Mitten. And Mitten is lovely too, but he would probably win in a fight. Jamie would win in a dance-off, though. That was... There you go. That was I mean, she obviously doesn't know you. Mary says Jamie would try and bribe them with sweets and biscuits so they wouldn't let him win. What are they talking about? Bribe who? Well, bribe me. We're in a street fight. No, it's a charity match. Oh, it's, it's a, a street brawl. Oh, sorry, I just <laughs> yeah. go straight to street fights. That's what that's... Should we do a charity street brawl? <laughs> Where we both, both get a bit pissed off. I, <laughs> I say something to your girlfriend that's a bit out of order and then we have it. All in aid of charity. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to a bar, get a bit hooned. You push me on the street, I'll, have a fight. I'll bottle you. <laughs> All in aid of charity. <laughs> How much have we raised, Jamie? You're just dead. I'm just dead, hammered. Dead oh. on the side of the curb. <laughs> side of the curb? Yeah, you know, I'll curb stomp you. <laughs> have you seen that in... Uh, what, movie, what movie is that in? American History Oh, X. it's so savage, that. It's... Oh, that still gives me the heat. The heat. Well, I don't think it's called stomp curbing, either. No, it's curb stomp. It's all, not all... called a curb stomp. It is, all in aid of charity. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not called a... Yeah. I'm just at mine just burying you. I'm like, it's all in aid of charity. Just completely that's, lost it. That's the way through it. Don't tell anyone. It's, it's all in it. <laughs> all right, to all you lovely listeners, uh, I hope you've enjoyed that, enjoyed that wild episode of Private Parts. Um, we would love you to get in touch with us. Please, please do send us stories, emails, something fun for us to read and chat about on the podcast. Stories, kind, funny, enthusiastic, lame, whatever it may be. Send it to us, contact at privatepartspodcast.com or slide into our DMs at privatepodcast. Until Friday, our episode on Friday is very exciting. It's with Kate Curd, the comedian. Sorry, it's burped. He's burped at the, the end microphone. of the podcast. Yeah, well, I've been holding it in. For what? Well, until the end of the podcast, but I couldn't wait. It's come out. I think Apparently we- it's impossible. <laughs> we should try this in a TikTok. Apparently it's impossible to drink drink a can of sparkling water and not burp. Okay. How about we do it, okay, and, how about it? We do it and not do it on any form of social media? How about All we in just, the aid for charity. How about we just live our lives? <laughs> All right. Yeah, stop it. Never. I, we, honestly, I think we, we need a bit of a format for next time because I think this, this will give people anxiety. The, the franticness. Uh, you're giving me anxiety. Okay. Thanks very much. I came here today to do that. So. Oh, okay, well... Also, guys, what we like to do um, is we like to nominate charities, communities, individuals, uh, unsung heroes. Um, and if you would like to nominate anyone at all, we talk, we read them out on the podcast and we um, they go into nomination. We also donate some cash. We'd love to hear from you. Um, go to our link tree on our Instagram page. Just click the link and you can find it there, charity nominations and things like that. And you can click on that. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So please, please, please do get in touch via our social media at Private Podcast and click on the link, the link tree below. We'll see you on Friday for another episode. Ta-ta. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.